0: Hello everyone, it's time for another episode of Adventures in Careerland. Hello everyone, I am your host Adriana Magnifico, the career lead at the Louis Riel Arts and Technology Center, and I, we are broadcasting from my house, along with the broadcast media studio at the Louis Real Arts and Tech Center. And the Arts and Technology Center houses 13 applied technical and apprenticeship programs that really help students find the skills they're looking for to compete in the economy, to find their best selves their best fit for life after high school.
1: It's not all about work,
0: not all about finding a job, but it is about finding one of those works or workplaces or jobs
2: that can make you feel a little bit satisfied
0: about life, about fitting in, about contributing to the the economy of your household. It's all important stuff. So the Arts and Tech Center, we call it ATC, is a very important place for students, for post-secondary students, and for international students. And uh, the 13 programs are really top-notch. Great instructors, great skill development, And I'm super honored to work with the Broadcast Media Program. They're in the studio back there making sure this podcast happens. And I'm super fortunate to have two co-hosts from the Broadcast Media Program. They're about to go on internship in the new year, which which will will end the program. And which will make me very sad because I guess I won't be working with them when they leave the nest when they fly off into the sunset and make their way. And I'll be very sad, but we will find new students because that's what the program does. It helps students find skills and opportunities for work and mentors who can connect to them and help build those paths that are so important for when you leave your educational institutions. So I'm super, super happy to work with CJ. Identify as they, them. CJ, how are you?
2: I'm doing pretty good. Um, other than I didn't have my Tim Hortons coffee this morning. I had to make homemade coffee, and it's not as good. But I still had coffee.
0: Well, that's coffee's coffee. Mm. It just got a... You know what? I worked with somebody at a school once, and he had, had to have, have his coffee, coffee in the morning. morning. A, little a little bit like you. Like you. I, I need to eat my yeah. coffee, too. Yeah. If, if the, the coffee wasn't made, he would drink. take... His name drink. was Rob. He you would take... take the bean and put it in his teeth and grind it because he needed to feel the coffee that? in his mouth. It, it was, was very, very weird. That and is very bean. odd. That's, That's a coffee guy. guy okay? okay? That's a coffee person. That is. Anyway, so glad to have you, CJ. You're, You're always, always a bright, a bright light, light on, on this program. program.
1: Always always, always, always,
0: always, and we, we have Zachary Bowser, who is, who is still in for Andre Jolie. Zachary, how are you? I'm doing all and right. Uh, how about yourself? I'm good. I'm good. You were just talking. You're a he, you identify he him, and you were just chatting about your hockey the other day. What were you doing? You're playing some hockey. You're playing for the seals. You got the seals. I do. I shirt
3: on. That's a great segue. Um, yeah. No. So I had hockey practice yesterday, and. uh we we started it off with uh, really intense skating drills, and so ten minutes through the practice, all of our team's legs were dead, which was awesome. It was so fun, but uh, you know you gotta you gotta grow muscles some way, and I I guess that's the way to do
0: it. You got to grow muscle some way. Like muscle like that. Some way. And of course, I'm trying to grow my muscles. You guys know that. I've had a knee replacement surgery, and I'm trying to grow my muscles and trying to grow my leg back here, which is a real challenge. But it will happen. My leg's starting to bend. and I'm beginning to feel a little progress. Some of the pains are down. Taking less meds to take, keep the pain away. So it's all good. It's, it's, going, it's going very well for me. You know what I'm interested in asking you two about right now is because I saw some startling information about uh social media and youth in particular TikTok. Do you, you guys, guys use, use TikTok?
2: I don't.
3: I don't either. I think this is like the first time two people have been in a room where <laughs> none of them use TikTok.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well,
0: well I, was I was just, just talking, talking to one of, of your colleagues in the broadcast media program, Taylor. She she loves TikTok. And it's, and it's, it's 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 a program, program. she looks at all the time. But but, he, but, but, but here's a but, fascinating yeah. stat. Um it TikTok is is taking over all of the social media time. Mm-hmm. And people are using TikTok more than any other social media tool.
2: Well because it, it does it my, might, if I want to like my, 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 my,
0: question my question is why why is TikTok taking this over and how dangerous is it is this?
2: If you look at TikTok from, like, a sort of practical view, it does have everything on it. If you want to get some sort of news, whether it's real or fake, you'll find it on TikTok. Right. If you want to get celebrity gossip instead of going to Twitter, you could go to TikTok. People will be talking about it. If you want to find entertainment instead of going to YouTube or Instagram or stuff like that, you'll find it on TikTok. So TikTok does have... Um, pretty much everything you need, if you want to find it in one place, and you're too lazy to take your thumb and open a different app. <laughs>
3: yeah, very true. Um, and I mean, something about it, like just the, how short everything is mm. has uh, has has ruined our attention span. So not only um, is it harder, <laughs> not only is it harder to um, to you know go and find a, a website because we don't have that attention span. We just open the first app that we think of, and when we think of social media now. It happens to be TikTok, and then we just mm-hmm. look things up there because, you know, quick, easy, seven seconds. Like, it's yeah. that simple.
0: Yeah. Well, and I, I was, we, we were, were chatting, chatting before the podcast started just started. about every time, time I, go I go to a mall, every, every time, time I'm in a public space, space, people's heads are buried in, in their, their phones. phones. And, and I just find this not conducive to life, to living, to to observing, to seeing, to appreciating, to enjoying. I just find people are becoming less social. What do you people think of that? Because I am an older guy thinking that and I like my phone. Don't worry. Like I get the message from my phone. You spent two hours on your phone today. And I read articles on my phone all the time. So I'm not I'm not a TikToker, I'm not a big Instagrammer. I'll look here and there, but I don't I don't I don't immerse myself in it. I read things on my phone all the time. What do you what do you folks think? Uh, I mean, already it, it
3: takes a certain kind of person to be active, uh, like as a, as an in a public space. Um, it takes a certain kind of person. You need to be outgoing. You need to be like confident. Uh, those things are like relatively hard to come by. Um, yeah, which uh, especially
2: in our generation. <laughs> right. No,
3: and 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 like all, it's unfortunate. Which because because there's so many people that you can meet. There's so many people that um, you know you might be best friends with. But you you just never know. Um, but I, I feel like, in certain ways, TikTok can be good um, if we're talking about uh, like making bonds with others, uh, just like via internet. But in in person, it's it's. A divider
2: i think the whole public thing is actually like a society thing too if you are just standing there um kind of looking like you're not doing anything a lot of people will view you as weird for some reason like if you just stand there <laughs> hands aren't in your pockets they're just by your side and you're just standing there like waiting in line or something it's a weird view that everyone's like oh how come how come that person is just standing there like
3: it's, it's strangely normal
2: yeah 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 so,
0: so that's why I feel as, as I, I, I do, do in, in the malls. malls. People, people are staring at me. Why does he have his head in this phone? <laughs> so you, you you've, you've identified. Why, why are people staring at me? me? I, I just I thought, thought was I was good looking, looking. But, but I, I guess, guess that's, that's not, not the case. case. <laughs> anyway. I think it is. I think it is. <laughs> All, <laughs> All right, right. props. You're you're really bucking for that sweatshirt, aren't you? I like that. You're Really, you are really. And of course, Zach is Zach is our is our great replacement for Andre, who's sick again. And um, and of course he's he's bucking to get the uh, career lend <laughs> schweig I think merch. he deserves it because yeah. Well, again, I've taken to the board of governors, and we will consider his application for for a t-shirt or a sweatshirt. Although, <laughs> <Yeah>. anyway, hey, <laughs> we'll get back hey. to you in like three business weeks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. You know what? We I I think we've got a. a a a zoomy doomy of a show today it's just going to be great we have a special guest and this is a person i met last year at dakota collegiate when i had the great fortune to listen in on her career design canvas presentation And I was really taken with the way she presented it and the story that unfolded. And of course, this whole podcast is about the story It is about who you are, what's important to you, what do you value, what kinds of skills do you have, what skills do you want to acquire, and what does life look like for you? And acknowledging that it's all okay. Whatever the path is, as long as you're on the path and thinking about it, it's gonna be good and it's gonna work out. We have a great person. This is a 2022 Dakota grad yuna park how, how are, are you?
1: you uh i'm pretty good i'm not gonna lie i did wake up just an hour ago so i'm doing pretty good
0: mm-hmm. all right well you will fit in nicely with cj i <laughs> i think uh you both may need coffee then that's okay we're gonna get you through this won't take long we just need you to be alert for the next half hour or so and i know you will be because i've spoken to you before and i know what a ball of energy you are you know what it's uh we were just, just talking, talking about, about tiktok, TikTok. And, and one of the, the, one one the stats in some of the social media, media and how I, I feel a bit of, of the lack of energy around these social media sites when we could be engaging life beyond these phones, I just saw an incredible stat that said um, TikTok is beginning to envelop the rest of these, beginning to take over the rest of these, like 20% of social media time, I think I saw a stat about that, is devoted to TikTok, so... Um, Yuna, what is your connection to social media, if anything?
1: Uh, Well, I'm proud to say I don't have any TikTok or Snapchat or Instagram. I'm not not that that it's necessarily necessarily toxic toxic to me but but I just just don't quite enjoy like I quite like YouTube I still have if that counts as social media like I still love browsing YouTube but I'm proud to say like I'm off social media and I don't like really being on my phone like you guys were talking about earlier how everyone's on their phone and I hate especially like hanging out with people like Mm. being on my phone I feel like it's a bit rude to be on your phone when you're hanging out with people in real life. And I'm also really bad at texting, like acronyms. Apparently, the letter Y and the letter K means, you know, and I had no idea what that meant yesterday.
0: <laughs> oh, gosh, I get that all the time. When, when my children send me a text, text I, have I have no idea what they're, what they're, what they're, they're saying, saying to me. me. But, but I, I, I pretend, pretend to be cool dad. That. Pretend to be, be cool. That. So, so was, was there a moment in your life where you said I'd, you were on it and I'm getting off of this or did you just always say, no, this is not what I want to do?
1: I mean, my, my dream, dream like, as, as a, a kid, kid was to have a phone. <laughs> like I would like get walkie talkies <laughs> just to like talk to nobody. But I think over that <laughs> pandemic, I think, I guess that's when the point where everyone actually gravitated towards social media and most, but I just felt like it wasn't necessary I would rather play games or be on my Switch rather than just browse meaninglessly through a forum of some sort. No. Hey,
0: That's a great point. Like, so you went through this pandemic gig, right? Uh, and having to take your courses through the pandemic, correct? Mm-hmm. So did that affect you? Was that the piece? Was that the uh, like a cataclysmic moment for you about, oh my gosh, we can't I have to change something. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I I usually am like really loud at school and I'll just be talking a bunch. But it just it was just me in my bed and my cat really at home. So I would just stay in bed really with my cat. So I couldn't even like all this energy that I had. I couldn't give it to anybody. And if I gave it to my parents, they, they would just like try to make me stop talking or something. Cause <laughs> I would just nonstop. Go back to bed.
0: hey what about our two co-hosts do you folks feel the same way about the pandemic i've never really asked you in great detail about that
2: uh i'm not sure what the question is what do you mean by that just the pandemic as a whole or
0: yeah what was what was the effect of the pandemic on on you and and has it changed your behavior has it changed the way you look at life
2: Hmm. It's hard to say because um, my whole high school experience hasn't really been a normal high school experience because of the pandemic, because it started around grade nine. So then we've had the half days and the like shortened classes, smaller classes. We've skipped over a lot of exams. We haven't done exams in a while. My first exam was actually at ATC. Um, And I feel like we've missed a lot, but it's also kind of helped because like myself, I prefer the small classes with less people because one i think it's better for the students as you kind of get closer to the people in your class rather than a a class of like 30 people you're not going to get to know everyone and better for the teachers because you don't have to teach as many students as once so you can answer more questions and stuff like that
3: yeah i mean like they said um it's, it's it started in grade nine which is uh, the the pivotal year between you know middle school and high school uh, so having not had a normal uh, high school up to this point has been odd um, and especially for someone like me I'm a very kinesthetic learner I touch I I, I feel um, and having that taken away from me especially in online school uh, made it really difficult for me to learn um, so I, I feel like coming back to school now and of course working in in a, in a place like this where everything is just due um Mm. it it's really it really helps me learn and and compute things faster
0: that's awesome so yuna think about this like we talked about some of your story yesterday in, in in a prior call and you talked about you being the model student in school uh studying hard working hard getting the great marks but you talked about school as something that kind of changed for you. Talk about a bit of that journey because I found that so fascinating.
1: Well, I was not the model student. I was definitely not the. I like, I did not have the best. Also, with the pandemic, mine started in grade ten, the last semester of grade ten, and I was not a good student, and I didn't even try to be a good student because everything I was learning just went through the other ear. It just I couldn't apply it to my real life, like the quadratic formula or whatnot. I I can't apply it now, maybe like in a university course or in the next course I take, but that's steps to become something. I don't want to become a math person at all. Or science, I haven't taken a science course since grade nine because of the pandemic, which I'm totally fine with, by the way. I'm not the biggest uh, fan of science and I know I'll never really be able to apply that unless on a trivia show, which would be really cool. I don't think I would ever go on a trivia show. But, so school has never been really, I've never really applied myself because I know I'm not going to actually use it, except for maybe like business courses. like. I've taken like economics and I'm taking uh, university economics right now, and that is something that is happening in our real world, like while we're going shopping, inflation, the prices, gas prices, these things are happening right now in front of us. So I feel like that's something I can even talk about just every day to people or even teach something, hey, we talked about inflation class today, look at that piece of popcorn that was so expensive and kind of talk about the relationship about that and so i only thrived in those types of courses because i actually wanted to try and i was actually passionate and i was actually motivated because i was actually felt like i was learning something
0: and in, in elementary school though in junior high like weren't you just kind of like doing what everybody wanted you to do and get the marks and the scores and um and just being the good person, being what school wanted you to be. So was it the pandemic that made you think, holy crap, what is going on here? Or did you just come to this realization? What made you come to that realization that I need school to be more meaningful for me. I'm, I need school to have more purpose for me. Even though I played the game, I'm not prepared to play this game anymore. Is
1: What happened? Well, I think like you talk about like childhood and like when I was small, when I was small, I was like, the cutest kid ever. I was like, I (laughs) could be two shoes. I was very introverted. And I could like, I was very naive and innocent, which goes in par with my cuteness. And so I would just try to study. And that's all I would do. But I had a very toxic group of people that I was with that would, it was me and this other cute little introverted girl and she was just kind of manipulating us to follow her which we willingly did because what else would we do and like one day i just thought this is so wrong why am i following this person who is treating me so wrong and it just i don't think people can change overnight but i feel like in that moment i really did it was like i even remember the date and everything and what i was wearing but i just decided I I can't live like this anymore. And in the next few years, I started becoming more extroverted, which was so weird because I was I used to be so quiet, but now I'm like so loud where it's like annoying to most people. But <laughs> I just and then I also I came across Can You, which is something that kind of gave me purpose. And that's that's a powerful piece. Uh, as
0: you talk about this kind of ascension into this better self or this different self that wanted more purpose you have to kind of look around you too right and you have to kind of see what's out there for me what can I connect with and you talked about can you I'm familiar with can you and Roger who runs can you and I've worked with you guys a bit at that program I can see what a valuable program it is talk about what can you and i talk about c a n capital u can you in case i'm not pronouncing this or or you know people aren't hearing it properly as a program for high school students who's it for how do people sign up for it and what do you do in it
1: well can you is a nonprofit organization founded by uh, Roger Barrington it uh, gives access to, to grade, as young as grade four actually, all the way up to high school and you can even volunteer afterwards. But they really promote seeing the possibilities and seizing the opportunities. And we're able to give resources such as different programs such as law or medical or biology in courses that where the kids can come to the university and spend the day just learning about things that might inspire them and give them opportunity to themselves or give them purpose which is really what it did for
0: me. So how did did can you come to the school Did somebody tell you about it and what do you do do you you go on weekends and do this work you do it after school what do you do is it like this is a big extracurricular you connect with because I've connected with can you myself how did you get connected with this and why did you stop and say hey I have to keep coming to this?
1: Well I was I was talking about that transition where I was becoming like uh, growing up pretty much and going to an introvert and extrovert but also in that period have you guys ever seen the movie inside out mm, yes. yeah. And yeah. where <laughs> where Riley she only really knows the main character really only knows the emotion happy and I had no idea this sounds crazy but I had no idea I had other emotions and unfortunately the biggest emotion that could kind of like took me over a bunch is like the sadness of like middle school. So while I was trying to get to know myself, I also became like extremely sad. But um, some teachers came up to me and said, cause I used to be like a really goody two shoes and they still thought I was a goody two shoes. So they said to me, oh, why don't you go in this program? Can you? And uh, they're every Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday uh, nights where they bus to the U of M or the Bannon Time Campus or Fort Garrett Campus, and so I was able to go every Thursday. And through that, I met Roger Barrington. He's a great guy. He has the shiniest head ever, and he <laughs> kind of showed me that. Yeah, okay, like, he's I bald. He's bald. If people are wondering. yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love explaining him that way. He's funny. But he's, he, like, yeah, when he, you're yeah. that, you're that small, and. You're super sad or super mad, and you have no direction. He just showed me that I had purpose, and you know I could have a future in absolutely anything—just anything I would want. And so there was a kind of a pilot program called Young Leaders, and that was every Saturday we would just try out different programs. We we're explained as the ambassadors of Canu, so we would do pilot programs such as. HP Change with Scott Angus, which comes to mind now. And we would do a presentation. We would do group activities. Or we would do elevator pitches. Or we would do mock interviews. And that's what we would do every Saturday. And now it's turned into Can You Rise? Which is now for high school students. So when cool you're talking about
2: all of this, um kinda what I'm getting uh as the vibe is kinda like a summer camp but not like a summer camp you do kind of the same activities you get to know the people you're working with and you get to just like do a whole bunch of um growing events if you want to put it that way that like grows your mental health and your social skills and stuff like that would you say that's a good way to describe it
1: that is like a great way to describe it we actually did have a summer camp uh I was a part of like it was this uh summer camp of Business And there was the other center camp, but I was in the business one where he started to try to start a business or at least what goes into it. And it was really just really good for my mental health, like because I had purpose, I had meaning to kind of keep going. And I think that's like a perfect way to describe it. That's exactly it. Yeah.
0: So you were feeling pretty down. Like your mental (laughs) health was was pretty affected by the pandemic and just this growing sense of what's the purpose of school? Uh-huh. Really, right? Like that's, So that's pretty mature. I, I, that's Most kids just go through the school system, get to it, finish it, and move on. Is it fair to say that schools don't do enough to help students reflect and think about who they are and the kinds of purpose that you actively sought? Like, I'm wondering, why aren't more students doing what you did? Or are they just blindly going through the program to get their 30 credits?
1: I think like when you get a test mark, that's a reflection of you, especially like coming from like I'm Asian. So we have that stereotype where, oh, we got a bad mark and we have to show our parents and we have that expectation. I feel like if the 42 percent or the 85 percent is a reflection of us, which in some capacity, it is a reflection of if we understood or if we studied or not and whatnot. But it doesn't really make sense of who we are. I'm not really a number. And I think schools should really teach real things to people that make sense and support their mental health in that sort of way. Yeah, which I don't, I think teachers are great and I think they should get paid more. But I think, you know, as generations are changing, we need to focus our needs somewhere else for students. I agree
2: on that 100%. I know one of the things that has been talked about a little bit is mental health days uh, for high school students where instead of saying that like you're sick which it it kind of works to say that you're sick but just to take a mental health day I know that would help a lot of high school students just to say hey you know what all the assignments and everything I got right now is just too much I just need to take a day to rest think over a couple things and then I'll come back the next day
3: I love what you said uh, the, the the saying I'm not a number I thought that was that mm. was really cool um, what's something that you used uh to to kind of divert your thoughts if you've uh if you've been in a kind of a bad state
1: well i i'm still like going through those bad states for sure uh you know everything's crazy right now i'm starting like university and i'm starting to work and all these things are going on i'm still volunteering with candy which is great but i think you know turning to those people in need I mean, not in need. I'm the person in need. But turning to those people who can kind of support you, my number one would have to be my cat. I don't know if you guys have pets. My cat was like, he woke me up at 5 a.m., but I didn't mind because he's so cute. I think, like, <laughs> I talk to him all the time, like, How is your day going? And he'll be like, meow. I'll be like, that was great. Here's how my day went. I think just talking about it, like, I had... Difficulty growing up talking about my feelings or even saying that I was sad. Like I would just completely mask it. If I was sad, I would just smile my way through it and just be gallivanting and skipping. Uh, but that wasn't really what was happening behind the scenes. And I've definitely gone through and even now trying to be more vulnerable, trying to be more open. I think that's very important.
0: That's great stuff. Now, you're in U1 at the U of M. You, you mentioned it a bit. How overwhelming is going to university? Going from Dakota, which is kind of overwhelming, but there's tons of support at Dakota if you reach out for it, right? At the university, do you feel like you're on your own a bit and you got to look around and figure things out? You've got CanU as a nice piece there at the U of M. They've got an office down there too. Um, is it overwhelming, though, all the work and all the expectation? What's the, For a high school student, Thinking about university what would you tell them
1: oh well i will say i am quite enjoying university like i i really if you are good with having your own independence then i think it'd be really good for you it'd be a harder transition for people who kind of rely on other people or other resources for sure and i think i feel so proud when i like go on the bus on my own or i clean my cat's litter box on my own, or I do my own laundry. I feel proud to do those things. And the transition though, from like academically speaking, which, oh, I hate talking about it because I think it's such a big jump and it's so hard to transition. And I didn't take as m- many classes because I didn't think I would do that well, which I was correct. I didn't, I'm not doing that as well as I would have thought I would do. for example my older sister she was like an amazing high school student like straight a's amazing model student but then university i'm kind of exposing her i feel bad but when university <laughs> came along she kind of struggled because there's it's so much more different like the textbooks and everything they're not given to you, you have to seek it on your own you have to allocate your own time it's all of your responsibility. And yes, there are professors and like um, learning centers and everything, but you have to seek those out. And the professors have like over a thousand kids. So you're really just one in a million. So talking about that, would
2: you say... Um, that the transition from high school to university isn't, like they don't prepare you for it. And if they don't, what? how do you think they could prepare it better to transition you on such a big jump and being on your own so much? Good question. They
1: do not um, prepare you at all. I heard about like grade 13 in Ontario, and I would have taken that for sure if it was like provided here. I They do not prepare you at all and i think it's because teachers are always available and i think that's great but they don't build your confidence or your own self-responsibility or your independence i think their every single booklet is just given to you which i i love and i wouldn't take it back or anything but it doesn't build you up for the real world or
2: Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. So would you say, um, since we're kind of coming to the end here, this is our big wise question. uh, What would you tell a high school student that is kind of in your position wanting to go into university or just starting out on university? And did you have any mentors who pushed you towards this decision?
1: That's a good question. I don't think I'm the best person to ask about university, not only because I look like a 12 year old or I'm also like in my first year. But I think like the reason why i went to university like truly truly i thought about this like last week is i'm not there for the classes or for the experience i'm really there to like get like counseling actually like the they have a great like counseling place there so that's like the purpose why i'm going to university so you have to think about why am i going to university is it because i want to become this career i need to take the specific courses am i there I just want to have fun do I want to try to make friends do I just want to try to learn something I think because every person's purpose is kind of differs from person to person I think I can't really give you a straight answer unless you also want to go to university to you know get a therapist and talk to them (laughs) which I think is great (laughs) and what was the second part
2: um, did you okay, have any mentors that pushed you towards this decision, or kind of, or was it kind of just a decision you decided on your own? Like, yeah, I'm gonna go to university.
1: I think, like, when you say mentors, you know what the, like, the roulette is going on in my head. It goes da 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 da, and it kind of stops because I've just had so many like great mentors in my life. Mm-hmm. But because we already mentioned him and his shiny head, I guess I'll shout out Roger Barrington. I think Roger Barrington, he was. He gave me like purpose and like, I never believed I could amount to anything. Wow, that sounds really sad, but I never thought of myself as maybe I can change myself or maybe I can change someone else or maybe I can really do anything. And he just reminded me again and again, inviting me back. Hey, do you wanna go to this mock interview thing and maybe do this we did like mock interviews at like pizza hotline and oh donuts which was super cool and he just kept reassuring me that I had purpose and I had meaning and I was able to amount to something and I think like university I thought about taking a gap year which you know I still would I think is a great option by the way it was totally support it. Mm. but I think I decided to go to university because I felt like like Nike, I just, I could do it. I feel like I could do it. I believed in myself, Uh, not sponsored, not sponsored, but I feel like I could believe in myself and I could actually succeed in some type type of capacity because of Roger and because of many others, of course. And you know what's important
0: about what you're saying, Yuna, is you don't always see it in yourself. And that's the important part about connecting to people. I'll give you the quick example. I don't know you as well as Roger. And you did step up when I did a workshop with, with Can You using the canvas. You stepped up and said, let me help you. And I thought, "Well, wow. I thought that was kind of cool. You don't notice what that means to me. And when I saw you doing the canvas and I saw you explaining and I saw you bring works of art to your canvas that no one's ever done, I, I saw a giftedness to you. That you don't even see in yourself sometimes. You're just going through it. The power of a mentor is to see things in you you don't see yourself and to help build the confidence. And it sounds like Roger's done that. And it sounds like you had a few people who have tapped you on the shoulder and said, you know what, this is, you're good at this. Hey, try this. And as you move forward, when you said, I'm going to university uh, to, for the counseling. University's full of those mentors. When you talked about profs, I, I'm not even sure they're profs. Like getting an appointment with a prof is a, is like, um, you know, you won the lottery ticket. I, like On their door, I remember going to see profs and I had trouble. I thought, oh, I get to see him in two weeks. Great. Like, you know, like seeing a psychiatrist for 20 minutes uh, and, and, and feeling completely unsatisfied with that. But the amount of people you meet who have come to a space to learn and think and drive purpose builds this opportunity for people to talk to you and see what's good about you. when you when you participated in all these activities, you, like you also talked about the uh, the credit union at, at the, um, the Lancer credit Union at Dakota which was a big event with mrs. Uh, with Angela um, When you did those kinds of things people are watching you in action and they're seeing special qualities in you and I think every student needs that. I think every student needs mentors and people who are saying, I see something in you. Let's talk about the possibility of that. And that's why when you went to Can You, you joined an organization that said, we're going to start showing you what you're capable of. And whenever you if you were feeling sad and people didn't see those things in you and you were beginning to. I felt like you were just this, 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 this outer cake, really ready to burst at Dakota. and Then you burst out a bit. And all these things you begin to try and do, which is really cool. And I think mentors are super important for that. I just wrote an article about mentors. Like when you talked about that, I went, oh, my God, a student just talked to me in another context about how this mentor changed his life and helped him become an entrepreneur and organize this business. And I went, my gosh, that's what it is. Without that mentor, it's not happening. So I, I encourage you to continue to seek those mentors and to connect with them. And I, I love that you're not doing social media. I love that you're not looking at your phone. And I love that you're trying to connect to human beings who wanna have conversations about life and learning and possibility and curiosities, because that's the part that's gonna move you forward all the time. And it, it is, I'm so, I'm, so, I'm so happy for you, I'm proud of you. As much as you have still some angst in you, I, I feel like you're gurgling. I, I feel like it's coming. I feel like something special is about to happen. And it, it, it takes time. Time never parts easily with the truth that it has, and it wants to reveal to you. So you have to give it time and experience the, uh, the, the moments and take in the experiences. So I, I just think it's cool. I think so it's wonderful. We are just hey. around
3: the uh, half hour mark now. So I'm thinking it's uh, it's it's time to move on to our one of our favorite segments. I think our uh, my favorite segment, mm. quick cues, <laughs> quick
0: cues. How exciting! Okay, I'll leave you to our capable co-hosts. Take it over, team.
3: Alrighty, so welcome to Quick Cues. I have a list of questions here. How it's going to work is relatively simple. Uh, I'm going to ask them to you in a rapid-fire style. Uh, you're going to answer them with the first thing that comes to your head. Uh, if you can't think of anything, just say pass. And if we feel that you've taken too long, we'll pass on the question for you. Sound good?
1: Yeah, sounds good.
3: All righty, so let's get this underway in three, 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 two, 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 one, 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 go. Dog or cat person? cat Does pineapple belong on pizza? Uh no. Waffles or pancakes? Waffles. What do you put on toast? More toast. Favorite fall activity?
1: Uh sleeping.
3: Messy or tidy desk? Messy. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Pronounce the following: D A T A. Data? Fair enough. Starbucks <laughs> or Tim's? Uh, neither. Oh, I was. I mean, this oh, one's. Wow. This one, that's, that's a good. That's a good answer. Uh, favorite social media. I mean, we we covered that earlier. I'll I'll skip it for you. Texting or phone calls.
1: Uh, neither.
3: Uh, outdoors or indoors. Uh, indoors. Strawberry or raspberry jam. No jam. What's your favorite genre of music?
1: Um, the random YouTube playlist that you find that like is an emotion
3: very interesting uh toilet (laughs) paper over or under over uh morning or night uh night do you believe in ghosts
1: uh only my friend here
3: uh (laughs) fair enough (laughs) what name one of your favorite restaurants
1: uh za pizza bistro
3: and what's your favorite podcast
1: uh I quite like this lesbian podcast online. I was was I supposed to say this podcast? Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> what are you doing? What this you podcast
2: doing? was the right answer. <laughs> <laughs> <It's like laughs> the get,
1: so let's ask the question again. Let's just let's just rewind.
3: all right for sure, for sure. <laughs> What's your favorite podcast?
1: Uh Inventures in Career Land. Oh yay, yay. there we go. There we go. And uh what were the other ones you are interested in? Sound pretty cool. Oh, the other podcast? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's called The Chosen Family, and it's just three lesbians talking about just advice and questions, which I think they're just entertaining and fun. But this oh. one's my number one for sure. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> good save. Good save. But that sounds interesting too. Um, hey, look at this. Has been a lot of fun. I hope you're. I think your is inspirational, and I, I, y- you have this sense of I have to find I have to seek i'm I'm uh, there's a quotation I use sometime i'm 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 digging for meaning but I'm haunted by purpose and it, it's from a poet i I, I fall I can share it with you later if you like it's a beautiful poem but it, it really is about it's we're always looking for it and it's elusive and it's around the corner or it's not and when we see it, it suddenly takes off somewhere and then when we think we have it it never was and it's just a it, it's a fascinating way to think i we are looking for that purpose and the fact that you at this young age I'm, I'm super proud of the way you're thinking most kids don't think your way they're just going through they're consuming 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 we do that in the schools we do that at the universities we consume content and it's not our content the most important content is your content it's got to be inside out and it's coming inside out as you connect to the outside stuff that's gonna make the really really powerful person that you seem to be becoming i'm super i'm super happy for you on this journey and i i encourage you to keep looking for that meaning and looking for that purpose and it's right around the corner and you only get to it when you engage when you talk to people when you try this activity when you step outside a boundary or a zone and you're doing that i just love it i just love it continue your university studies learn to be the economist learn to understand how the world works and connects you will be in hot demand down the road because you're a thinker and a creator and i, I i've seen that in you i see it i hear it when you talk something good's going to happen to you and i'm uh i'm, I'm going to be uh, i'll be connected to can you so i i think we'll connect more down the road as i uh, learn more about your journey so well done Well done, and thanks for being on this podcast.
1: Yeah, it was such a pleasure. I mean, you guys are really good at what you do. I was, like, really taken aback by how, like, professional this was. It was, like, super cool looking behind the scenes. I would like to give a shout-out to CanU. They do need more volunteers because after pandemic. So if you guys, uh, high schoolers, there's junior mentors, and there's also university mentors, which we're really looking for right now. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay. Good to know. CJ and Zach is an opportunity for you, if you so choose. But I will get the word out, and I'll, uh, I'll bring this to our division and, and, and talk more about this important organization. And uh, I'll speak well of all the, all the good work it does, and you are a living testament to that. So congratulations on being a part of that team. And moving forward and looking for your best self, because that's what life's about. It's sitting out there, and it's a time... It's a time-laden process. Give it the time and appreciate it and enjoy. And uh, what a pleasure. So, Yuna, what a pleasure to have you on. You've been our guest on Adventures in Careerland. This, we're in Season 5, Episode number 9, and uh, Number 59 in the long continuum of episodes that we complete. So, that's it for another edition of Adventures in Careerland. Take care, everybody. Be safe.